I, I like to mute it before it makes that beep so that <laughs> you don't know we started. <laughs> so that we can that do a cold evil. open that you don't know about. That is so evil. Why are you like this? Hey, Greg, how much tech could a tech guy buy if a tech guy could buy tech? You said that in the kitchen this morning. I know, and it makes your brain explode every time. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep doing it because it's so much fun to watch your brain explode. It's, it doesn't happen very often. Hey, Welcome to The Cave Project. We are Jenny and Greg Swan. We are chatting again today about The Cave Project-esque things. So if you haven't listened to us before, if this is your first time here, welcome. We're super stoked you're here. We are The Cave Project, and we have a podcast where we're just diving into the nuance of modern day stuff, the realities that we're looking at, and the tension of tech in that and how the future plays into all of it. So today we're talking about Greg Swan, right? No. (laughs) It's a question we get asked a lot. Yeah. So the reality is Greg literally lives and breathes emerging tech. Like it is the place in marketing that you hang out most of the time. I like gadgets. You like gadgets. I like the future. The future is my favorite. The future is your favorite. And so it's an interesting... So I brought that home. Yeah. I'm just thinking about this in real time because you did bring it home, but also we've operated from this place since the beginning. To be clear, you also yeah. like the new thing. Yeah. So You like to buy a new car that has the gadgets. You like to have the newest iPhone. So you and I have been together since we were 17. I remember. Yeah, I remember too. So we've been hanging out for quite a long time. And you and I both have that same sort of driven nature to what's the new thing? What does it do? How can we look at this? How does this fit? The difference between you and I is you know more about these things than I do. So I have a tendency to like get a thing and be like, this solves everything. I'm just going to use this thing now. And you're always like, this is the first version of this. You can see the possibility and I just want it to work. So there's a tension there for that. So we sent out a survey asking folks, if you could have dinner with Greg and Jenny Swan, what would you ask us? And more than one response said, what kind of technology do you guys have in your house? And I think that we really saw a rise in this when the Amazon Echo system came out. And all of a sudden people could bring a little smart speaker into their house and they could ask Alexa things. And it seems commonplace now, but that was a really big moment for, I'm going to put this thing in my kitchen and how am I going to use this thing? Mm -hmm. And we bought nine of them. (laughs) And the interesting thing, that sentence like sounds dramatic, but we have the third version of that. Oh, because you invest in this technology for your house Mm -hmm. with the knowledge, what you just said, of it will deprecate. Yeah. And at some point you won't need it anymore. This is not a washer and dryer that you're counting on being around for 10 years and will stay in your home and pass on. And you're like, okay, but it's hundreds of dollars. Like it needs to be an investment. And that is where we have prioritized our budget Mm -hmm. within the privilege that we have of Mm -hmm. being a two income family. We use some of our budget. Which has not always been the case. Correct. Right. We use some of that budget to invest in technology to help our household run through that lens that technology can be good mm-hmm. and it can be additive to the experience. Right. And so there's always a little bit of a hiccup between what you think is additive versus what I think is yep. additive versus the cost because yep. finance is where I hang out. 
during the day. And so some of these dollars are often hard for me to swallow. But usually (laughs) we can come to an agreement. What has made its way into our house? What does our house look like? I, I hate to disappoint everyone, but I just want everyone to know that we do not live in a space age space machine. I will say that this week we lost internet and cell phone signal at the same time, and we had to go to a hotel. We moved out of our house because there was no internet. Like, there is a little bit of space agey. That sentence is ridiculous. (laughs) We're just going to own it. That sentence is ridiculous, and also, it's true. It is true. When you don't have either. And I just want to challenge, so we're going to talk about What's running our house, the internet? What are some of the devices that are working really well for our family? What are some of the shiny things that are a joke that you absolutely should not buy? We're not (laughs) living in a space age house. And I want to point out that George Jetson was born on July 31st, 2022. So George Jetson... Is a year old. Is a year old. And I think we are. He's toddling around. So... Regardless if you grew up watching the Jetsons or not, which this is the Jetsons itself, like that show is is very old. That's nineteen sixties animated show. So we didn't necessarily grow up watching it, but we saw it. And that what was happening in the Jetsons house? Okay, there was, let's be clear, Screamy Box Man, you didn't grow up watching it, the rest of us did. Screamy Box meaning that's what I call TVs. <laughs> when we think about the Jetsons, we think about there are machines that make food, there are machines that clean the house, there's machines that allow us to video call each other. That's what we're doing today. We have that in our house today. What runs the whole house is... I disagree. And please don't hack us. Is a ubiquity dream machine. We've basically built a small business server. We, you, let's be clear. (laughs) So there's a small business server. With friends helping, yes. (laughs) There's a small business server running our house. And that was really important when we moved out of our 130-year-old house to our 8-year-old house, where we knew that we needed enough internet to power not just all the devices, but really the five of us. It won't surprise anyone that our three kids use a lot of internet, that Jenny Swan uses a lot of internet, and of course I use a lot of internet. And so we needed enough for that. So a home server is a little overbuilt for most people. We would highly recommend, if you have access to fiber, you always get fiber internet. And the reason for that is that cable internet is running from a hub and spoke model where if you and all of your neighborhood are all at home watching Netflix because there's a snowstorm, your neighborhood's internet is going to go down. And the, the volume of internet, and I'm not an expert on this and someone will probably be like, you don't know what you're talking about. The volume of internet is subject to that. But if you have fiber, that's a direct pipe straight to your house that your neighbors are not not interfering with. So One of the things when we were actually looking at buying houses, I was looking at, will it have access to fiber internet? And I know that most people look at like how many bedrooms are there and what's the school district. I wanted to make sure we had a good This is why partnership is so important, right? (laughs) Like we all have, (laughs) Jenny takes care of all the rest of it and you make sure we have infrastructure. So our last house, we are all touching basically. Mm -hmm. And and you could basically be like, hey kiddo, and they would hear you. How do we, have we solved that in the new house with technology? So we have a system of interconnected Alexas, right? And basically every room in our house has an Alexa. And we are able to say, hey, Alexa, make an announcement. Hey, Alexa, drop in on kiddo's name. We are able to have all sort of Alexa functionality in every room of our house. And so anything that Amazon Alexa can do, basically we can do from any room in our house. And so so those are, so 
you're saying, Alexa, they're Echo Dots that are small. They're literally $17. On Black Friday, you can get them probably even cheaper. And a lot of times, if you're buying any sort of tech device from Amazon, they will add one in free. That's how I've upgraded them over the years. I'm buying a robot vacuum. Oh, there's two free Amazon Echoes with that on Black Friday or something. So Maybe we should release this on Black Friday and include affiliate links for all of those cheap bots. I'm not the social media guy, so maybe he'll figure that we out We missed for it. Us. Sorry. <laughs> so an Echo Dot in every room. Wait, but doesn't that mean that Jeff Bezos can hear every single word that you say? And aren't there issues with privacy and all of your conversations being recorded? Oh, I like that all of my conversations are being recorded. Like, I would prefer that Jeff Bezos has a Jenny file on his computer that he can pull up at all times. So I'm good. He's going to know that I don't listen in arguments. He knows. He's, there's so much he's going <laughs> to know. But anyway, listen, like there has been a lot of news articles about that. And for those of us who don't hang out in tech spaces, that is a concern. Yep. And let me tell you, when I was in the kitchen in our old house and one of your friends dropped in on me yelling at the kids and then told you later how funny it was, we had a very pointed, angry discussion and the Alexas left the house for a while. And they, again, spent time firming up the privacy, learning the ecosystem, and which requires... And you're laughing, but an... it was not funny. Like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm so mad again right it now. It requires... A bit of acumen or education to make sure that you haven't left your system so that your friends can just drop in <laughs> and listen to your wife chastise your kids. So we've got that figured out, which is great. And what well, is but the reality is, let's stop because this is a cave project <laughs> podcast, and I'm like reiterating tropes here that should not be troped. That was a very long time ago. That was the beginning of having that technology in our house. Mm-hmm. The thing about Greg Swan is that like he loves tech. And so we just, we put it in our house. And then the way we do it is we put it in our house and then we learn as things happen. Yeah. So that's a great example. So there was a a camera that came out called the drop cam. And today it would seem like, of course these exist, but this was new. So it's a little camera that you plug in that has wireless capability that records what it's seen and, and streams it live to the web. And you can load it up on your phone. And I got one. And put it in the living room mm-hmm. and you were at home with our little kids and I'm in New York City like doing the big tech thing and having the big conversations with clients. And I'm pulling up my phone and showing them on my phone a real time stream into my living room with my little kids like running around. Mm-hmm. And it was magic. Mm-hmm. It was actually magic. And, and we were in a huge fight about that camera too, to so, be clear. So <laughs> it, it created some conflict because... You weren't comfortable with the fact that at any time I could drop in. And we don't have a relationship like that. Like, I don't, I'm not keep following up on you. I don't care what you're doing. Oh, like you're not that, following my dot? That sort of thing. <laughs> Sometimes I do follow your dot and find mine, but that's just because I'm obsessed with you. But I just want to acknowledge, like, there are people that have, like, bad intentions with, like, surveillance software. And that wasn't what we were doing. But also, you all of a sudden felt surveilled. And yeah, there's you a would huge... turn the camera. You would put things in front of it. Oh, yeah. And then I'm in New York trying to do my little party trick where I'm like, in the future, we're all going to have these really affordable wireless cameras. Look at this. And it would be turned to the side. And it would be awesome, actually, because I would go, and my wife doesn't like being surveilled. And so she has turned it to the side. And that's the tension. 
like but, real tension. Yeah, because let's get real. That was a time in our life where we had babies. Yes. No mom of toddlers wants anyone zooming no. in on like. No, and I respect that. No, and you I did. did. But, but like it was new. Yeah. And so it's a good point to have in these conversations, especially between partners or people mm-hmm. living together, mm-hmm. that you have to have discussions about these things and you have to, yep. you there has to be give and pull. Yep. There are complications to all of this tech. And like Greg and I are going to obviously talk about how it's impacted us and what we've done, but you have to make your own decisions yeah. and you have your own moral dilemmas about these things and we're just specifically talking about how it affects us what an amazing fast forward of that one little camera that one little experiment and then today our whole house is wired with cameras and they're saved to the cloud and they're motion detected and we will use that footage actually to go back and be like oh i put the frozen pizza in the oven but i forgot to set a timer you can go back and see yourself when you put the pizza in and then reverse engineer and be like, oh, I just only need to cook it five more minutes. Let's talk about the dark side of that, shall there, we? There's no dark side, There's is a dark there? side of that. Oh, I go there? Great. Yeah, we're gonna, because okay. I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's important. So what else do we use that technology for, Greg? To go back and relitigate arguments. Right. Who pulls up the camera footage and watches it and then comes back to their wife and says, I watched that and I'm doubling down. I'm I'm so right. I watched myself be right again. And uh, then I enjoyed that? how right I was. <laughs> and now I'm going to come and tell you again how wrong you are because I watched it. So is that really a dark side? It is a, a super dark side. Yeah. So I have talked about this in therapy and I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> That is a lie. You are just lying right now. You're like, I should do that about yesterday. Actually, that's what you're thinking. So we have fiber internet. We have a a home server running big wireless internet throughout our house, wired and that. We have uh, a security system with inside and outside cameras everywhere. We also have a sensor in the mailbox Mm -hmm. so that we know if the mail has come or if someone has opened the mailbox and um, taken that a birthday card with $20 in cash out, which whatever doesn't happen, but we could, we have that ability. And then there's the garage. So what's happening in the garage, Jen? The garage is my favorite. So the garage, we have a system called MyQ, and it is a system that is hooked up to our ring security system. It allows Amazon to put the packages that we have coming inside of our garage. It also allows Greg and I to see whenever the garage doors open and close. So we know if a kid's leaving, if a kid comes home, if you or I are leaving or coming home. If you're laying in bed and you're like, crap, did I shut shut the the garage garage door? door? (laughs) You just open it. So that, it really is a better life. That idea of worrying that packages are going to disappear from your stoop. If you happen to have a garage attached to your house, which is the first house we've ever had that, that yeah. had that. So yeah. I understand that is a pretty cool privilege for $100 or less. Oh, no, no stop. I, I got that for $17.95 on Black Friday last year. And then that hooked no, into No, the your, year before. Yep. And But that hooked into our into system already. System. Yep. Amazon wants to use that technology. They want to because of the amount of package mm-hmm. loss and theft they deal with. I would watch again this week, you guys, because I bet they blow the new version of that out. But yeah. we'll see. When our internet and the cellular service went down here, they weren't able to deliver our packages in the garage. And they put them on the step like the Stone Age. <laughs> And I was freaking Can out. Can you even believe it? I was it? freaking out. And you couldn't out. look at the I camera to see if it's there. there. 
and I'm telling you guys, I we understand. Like, we, we know, we're like. ridiculous. We know. And also, you just forget how much of that runs our life. So I like, want to talk about the front door. Because fr- all of us have seen these keypads, which means you don't have to carry a key. And we put on one of those. And so the kids don't actually ha- carry keys with them when they leave the house because they know the code for the garage. They know the code for the front door keypad. And then I stopped carrying keys completely. And I cannot wait for my car to not need keys. And then I can be off keys. And technically, if we paid for the service, we literally wouldn't have to carry keys. But we don't pay for that. Because here's the thing. This is the hard thing for you, I'm sure. But for me, like our front door, that keypad also has a key. Cool. <laughs> and I still want to carry a key. And, that, so. and that's really important. We have fail safes for everything. So if there is no internet or cell service, we our house still runs. And that's a misnomer that it doesn't run. But it doesn't run as well. Or there are little glitches. To be clear, mm-hmm. the, the door, I could still lock the door, yep. but I can't get anyone in and out unless I'm here with the key. So everything yeah. runs analog. Yeah. But like, there's an analog backup for everything. But. Everything in this house runs off internet. Mm-hmm. And so we could live in this house and we have power, but like nothing works here. <laughs> so another good example, we have power, inter- Wi-Fi enabled power blocks on all the lamps in the whole house. So the house itself, it wasn't wired to be a smart home, but we have used the aftermarket technology so that all of the lamps in the house come on in the morning mm-hmm. before we get up. Mm-hmm. They turn off while we're at work turn back on and Mm -hmm. then when we go to bed they all turn off and it used to be you would buy one of those old turned things and you put it on a lamp so that a timer so the burglars think that someone's someone's in the house whatever but we basically put timers on the whole house which is really fun when we have other people come stay here to watch our kids (laughs) and then we will get texts at 10 30 being like can you please turn the lights on (laughs) and then we'll pull out our phone and we'll turn on the lights for the in-laws or our friends who's here, that sort of thing. And again, that's what you're saying. If the internet's down, like the lights aren't going to turn on and off. But there's a manual override. There's a, a manual override, which is good. Yeah. So also on the front door, we have the ring doorbell system. Which I want to talk about this a little bit because people are, are starting to understand what that yep. means. And so we have a lot of people that won't ring the doorbell. Absolutely. And we I respect that, especially for service workers who are doing a lot of deliveries who don't necessarily want to be filmed. This is a thing. There's a setting where when it starts recording, it can make a sound. And we have a lot of, of folks who come to the house and they'll knock even though there's the, the doorbell. We respect that, that yep. we do not have that camera there to surveil people who are just trying to do their jobs. Absolutely. That is not what that's there for. And I think that there's real tension there and, and that it'll continue to be a conversation yep. in society. Yep. And we used that doorbell at our old house primarily to see when we got parking tickets. Yeah. So just um, to be clear, we are literally using it to track packages and to make sure our kids are safe. And so if you're coming to our house, I just want to also like clarify for yeah. our friends that are listening. Like <laughs> we're not stockpiling footage of people. Like it goes into the cloud and I think it's it deletes after it so deletes long. after so long. And also Greg is the only one surveilling ever anyone. That's if you not you fair. can you can talk to Greg about how your feelings about that. I did that. make it's a supercut of Feral. info at the cave project. <laughs> Zach Kim. I did make a supercut video of feral cats who run through our front yard and then set that to music and share it on the neighborhood Facebook group. Yeah. 
So if your cat is running around at midnight, I'm, I'm probably going to keep that footage. We had a kid on a, riding a skateboard crash into our car in the oh, front yard. Oh, in the old house. In the yeah. old house. And I, I did pull that footage off and you couldn't make out his face and set that to some fun music. So anyway, if, if you are going to get in some sort of America's Funniest Videos antic, I'll probably keep that footage. So the other thing when we bought this house and we looked at appliances that we do want to last for 10 years, unlike an Echo Dot that is essentially disposable technology, sorry, environment at this point, the refrigerator was something that needed to go. The refrigerator, literally this refrigerator is like a huge stacking point at our house. Everyone has a different idea about how clean your refrigerator should be. I decided that we were going to buy a new refrigerator because of this And if the previous owners are listening to this, I want you to know this. (laughs) You're going to delete that because that's rude. (laughs) I'm trying to be very diplomatic right now. So anyway, long story short, we needed a new refrigerator. And you and I immediately got into a fight. Let's just say, okay, you and I got into a fight immediately because you were like, we are buying a smart fridge. And here's the thing about you. Tell me. I'm going to tell you. Let me have it. (laughs) No one's listening. Circle of trust. So you love tech. You love it. You're pretty good at most of it. But when it comes to things like iPads and refrigerators, I knew that I knew that thing was going to brick and that you would not be able to figure out how to unbrick it. And then we would have Windows operating screen fridge, basically. A blue screen of death in your kitchen. <laughs> and you, it would, listen, you have a big job. You have a big life. And you travel sometimes and you are not a husband who like if something breaks on Friday, it's fixed by Saturday morning. And that is not a detriment or saying anything about who you are as a person. That is just the realities of the constructs of our marriage. Right. Yep. Right. So I was concerned because a lot of times with the little piddly stuff, like I am actually the tech help for these things. I don't. Neither of us are IT people. And I think that a lot of times there's an assumption that because I like the internet, that I'm really good at the technical side of the internet and Mm -hmm. and devices. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually worse than the average person at those things. Because in your brain, you know how it should work. And your brain jumps to the, it should work. It should just work the way I want it to. (laughs) So the good news is we did not buy a smart fridge because you had that gut assumption, right? No, we we bought it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, what are you saying? No, we bought a smart fridge. Not only did we buy a smart fridge, we bought a Samsung, which evidently everyone and their mom has this thing about Samsung fridges. If you Google that, just Google that phrase and just watch the vitriol. Just the ice ice makers are notorious. So we disconnected ours immediately in service of having a smart fridge. And you, in your defense, you bought me an ice machine that's fabulous. But we have the Sonic ice nugget maker we'll link to that also yeah we can get a cut off of that recommendation <laughs> no 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 but anyway so it got delivered so it got delivered it's gorgeous we plugged it in we plug it in and what happened i bricked it you bricked it and how long did it remain bricked five weeks yes so over a month with the fridge with a blue screen of death i would just like everyone in the comment section <laughs> to just tell me how awesome i am okay now in my defense i <laughs> I talked to Samsung through the customer service, got escalated, and there's a difference between the people that service the fri- the refrigerator and then specifically the tech side of the refrigerator, and of course they don't talk. I flew to CES 
in January, Consumer Electronics Show, where Samsung is debuting all of their new technology and had our fridge and just bullied the salesperson. Not bull- I, Look at your face. I didn't. I asked them lots of questions. I ended up getting to meet the, the head of Interactive and the technology for the app, and I'm trying to ask what's happening. No one can figure out how I bricked this so bad at all. It got this escalated. Is... They were supposed to call out. Oh, anyway, I'm going to save you <laughs> 35 pages of me being very polite but firm with the customer service folks because we bought a very expensive fridge that is bricked in our kitchen. And so we just signed out of the bricked account and created a new account, and it worked fine. I don't know if you knew that, but we I just created us a new Samsung no, account. No, I, I and, 100% knew that because that's what I told you but to do from the, the beginning. But they should fix the original account. They, I just don't even okay, know what to say but, right now. Is the smart fridge working for our family now that it's working? Oh, absolutely. So the brilliance of the smart fridge is twofold. Okay. So from a practicality standpoint, as a mom, I can open my app, look in the fridge and see what's in there. Which we could do. We rarely have to do because it's not like we were out of milk or something. But if we had teeny tiny humans in our house again, if I was just going to stop at the store on the way home from work and just need, and I was like, I'm here. I got to get it, right. Yep. Cause we all are time crunched. Yep. <laughs> like that from a practicality standpoint is a brilliant. I will tout the awesomeness of that till the cows come home. Moms carrying the emotional load, any sort of tech that offloads that emotional load is huge. Before times, <laughs> I was keeping a mental running list in my head of like how much milk, how much bread, like all these things. I don't have to do that anymore because between the cameras in the kitchen, the cameras in the fridge, and then like we just take pictures of things before we, we go to the grocery of our, store. <laughs> our, our pantry shelves before we go to the grocery store, and then we look at them in the aisles. So the, the thing I really love about the smart fridge is that the Google family calendar is right there. And it is yes. interactive, and the whole family, even though the kids have access to it on their phones, they won't look at it. And I just gritted my teeth. I'm sorry. Well, but here's the thing: like I think in their brains, since they were teeny tiny little humans, the calendar, the calendar is on the it's fridge. On the fridge, and we we do also have. And I write out the dry erase a, one. A dry for erase them. physical calendar stuck to our gorgeous stainless steel. Fridge. Oh, come off it. <laughs> it's a magnet. It's fine. But that interactive Google Calendar is there, and then it has the opportunity to have a photo gallery that syncs with your Google Photos. And so I update those every week or so with just family pictures, and they can have a slideshow. When we have friends over, I'll update it with pictures of the friends and that sort of thing. And then it has a couple little fun things. So trivia of the day, word of the day, and it sparks so much conversation. Now, You can also swipe over and you can watch television on it. It has a whole bunch of grocery apps that you can tell it what's in the fridge and it'll give you those things. The Jetsons-esque thing that we're all looking for, it doesn't work worth a crap. It's not interesting. Like you have to manually log what the food is. It auto tries to auto sense what's in there. We're not there yet. We will be there. Yep. And that update will probably not be available for our fridge and we'll have to buy a new one. Just knowing how car technology works. Mm -hmm. That's fine. We know that we bought this piece of technology and that eventually it will deprecate. And one of the things that you and I continuously try to do when we buy new tech is make sure that the new tech interacts with the tech we already have. Mm -hmm. So that has ring capability in it. So when the doorbell rings, the ring pops up on the fridge. So if I'm in the kitchen and trying to figure out who's at the door, I just turn around and look at the fridge. Isn't that so cool? It's amazing. Who's at the front door? You look at the fridge. Also, when the doorbell goes off, 
all the echo dots in the whole house go off. So that if you didn't hear that chime, it goes, someone's at the front door. So if you don't have a small dog who loses their mind. When they hear you, those words. When they hear, because when they hear them. Isn't that so interesting? The Pavlovian nature. <laughs> we don't have a dog. It used to be the ding dong would make your dog go off. And ours is, someone's at the front door. Yeah, pretty. Oh, that's pretty fun. All of that is happening. And then we bought our kids phones. And that was a pandemic lockdown moment. We did it at the Oprah Christmas where it was, you get a phone, you get a phone, you get a phone. We've talked about our embrace of screen time and, and our embrace of that technology to unlock our kids' social lives and their brains in previous episodes here. But we also, that is an important part of our family dynamic too, where our kids are at home, we are texting them, they're not home, they're walking to the store or whatever, we can see where they are at. And that's a really core part and an extension of how technology works in our family. Yeah, our kids all have, they have phones. We have one kid who has an iPad that's for drawing and illustrating, and so they have the iPad and the Apple Pen. We have all three kids with gaming setups because for the... gaming, because gaming is a huge part of our kids' lives, like all three. Part of their social huge lives. Social lives. Mm-hmm. We have one kid who their best friends are the gaming kids that yep. they play with every single day for yep. hours. Um, yep. So those social connections are important. They do not want watches. Like, they don't want any sort of smartwatch. We can't get them to wear a single one of those. Nope. And we only have one kid who has a TV, which we should talk about the TV system That's as well. Next. Yeah. So it's fascinating. We, of course, have been upgrading our televisions over time, just like everyone else. And we had the Sony Trinitron 200-pound amazing tube TV that we had to pay someone to take and... Then we started upgrading with very expensive flat screen TVs that weren't smart or that were then a little smart. And now they're super smart. Yeah. And we pay for just about every streaming service that you could have. And I think there's a a thing to be said, like there are certain services, streaming services that you get when you buy other services. So a lot of those have come. Just to be clear, we're not paying a monthly fee for all of for about. 75% of them. They're coming in a package deal like with our cell phone or with Big Box membership or the other services we buy, like often we'll throw in a streaming. So I just, you don't have to pay outright for everything. Yeah. So get get creative. And And Black Friday is also a really good time where they, they're like for $1.99, you can have this for a year. And there's a lot of creative ways financially that I maneuver Mm -hmm. that. Which is awesome. And then we did have a teenager in the year 2023 say, I want a TV for my room. And we just smiled so big because when we were younger, when we were that age, all we wanted was to get a TV for our rooms. But our kiddos have the computer, they have the phone, they have access to all this technology. Like, why would you want a big TV in your room? Why? To watch YouTube and to watch Twitch and not to watch modern television at all. And it's been really cool. And you actually helped set it up. And I like set it all. In, I set the whole thing help, up. So now we're helping our kiddo log into Hulu and log into Disney Plus, as well as sync their YouTube account with the TV so that they can seamlessly have that going. Now, what that means is we've we've enabled the third screen. And so there was a lot of buzz in the last couple of years about second screening. And we like, en- they've always had a third screen. Fair. Though. So this is literally the fourth screen. <laughs> Just to be clear. We've done it. 
Oh my god. Yeah, so everyone done it. everyone had this conversation like not that long ago about second screens. About second screens and I just I roll my eyes at these conversations because of who I'm married to and how my life works, but the reality is like I think most kids I know we're doing multiple screens like it's not that novel of a concept over here. <laughs> like, we're doing it. And I think also there's a big moment here for acknowledgement of neurodivergent communities mm-hmm. and how our brains track things. And again, I say, before you poo-poo multiple screens and get really shameful in your language and tone, like, you need to think about me sitting in front of one screen is never gonna be a thing. If you take me to a movie theater, I will lose my mind. I cannot, will not just sit there and watch. If you put me in a theater with Oscar Isaac, like, I'm fine. Never, but there's, never heard of that person. But I'm just saying there are ways to have this discussion, again, that are not shameful. On the Justin's theme, another thing that was predicted in the 60s that we would have in the future, and again, George Justin is going to turn two this coming year, is robot house cleaners. Ah, uh, my... Do we get to talk about my robot army? Jenny, will you please tell us about your robot army? You guys, I know that, like, with the Chip and Joanna Gaines explosion that happened in Farmhouse Chic, we all got white walls and almost black wood floors. Everyone did that. These floors show everything. It is the bane of my existence. I am like, I literally am a clean human. How do my floors look like this? And so Greg Swan was like, I have an opportunity for you, Jenny Swan. And he was like, it is time. We are going to get a robot vacuum. And I loved that robot vacuum so much that I bought another one. And then I bought another one. And then I bought another one. And I named them all as explorers. So we have Marco Polo. We have Ponce. De Leon. We call him Leon. Leon, yeah. And then we have... We've had some die. We've had some die. Losing names. Anyway, but... There's a Magellan, I think. Yes. Yeah. So we have one on... Every floor of the house. Every floor of the house. And I call them my robot army and I turn them on in the app and I yell, unleash the robot army and cackle like a villain. Like it's a shtick that I do. Some Saturdays, because we're at that age where we don't sleep in anymore, Jenny Swan will get up at 530 in the morning. She'll turn on all the lights in the house, and she'll get all the robots going on every floor. And it is the loudest, brightest thing. And she's just cackling. She's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. It's Listen, every mom in America understands that feeling where you're up before the whole house, and you are you don't have to vacuum. You don't have to do the floors. The robots are going to do it. And it's just, it is like the epitome of the advancement of technology. So, it is. and speaking of, so we didn't get a Roomba for a long time because I do go to CES every year and because I do see these gadgets, you really understand the limitations as well as where our life stage was at with just little kids and toys all over. And we were pretty good about picking them up every day, but how's that going to work? We have two dogs, we have two cats. Like, how is that going to work? We really needed the technology to get better. And you have always deal hunted. And so Black mm-hmm. Friday is a great time to get a smart robot that can vacuum and, and is pretty good. So we have a Roomba. Roombas specifically are kind of chaos goblins and they don't go in a straight line and they just go all I hate over the Roomba. and it gets stuck all the time. And I it, hate it. it has been demoted to the basement. It is always stuck on something. It doesn't auto empty. So it gets full and that sort of thing. And then we've upgraded to these sharks and these sharks are pretty good. And so, so let, can I talk mm-hmm. about this? Cause this is my thing, uh, right? So <laughs> the shark, 
the shark technology, I don't know if you guys have a lot of info about this, but Dyson has come out as the premium vacuuming air apparatus moving brand. Shark has come in underneath them and been able to do pretty much the same sort of thing better, more nimbly, for less money. Way more affordable. So I could buy basically three shark vacuums for what I could buy a Roomba for. And my shark vacuum has sensors. It has mapping capabilities. So my shark vacuums have mapped my entire house. I have little strips, which I think Roomba has sensors sensors that take batteries. batteries, But my shark has like a little strip that I can put around, around the basically the dog's food bowl. And so then it knows not to go there. And they self-empty. It is a self-cleaning oven, basically. That mm. whole thing is just so user-friendly, and it just goes. And they vacuum in a straight line. So yes. you have straight lines, and which means yes. it's going to get every inch, versus yes. a Roomba is, I'm just going to chaos goblin until I run out of battery. And so there, it's two very different operating systems. We have the Roomba in a spot because... I am cheap about things and I'm going to use that thing until yeah, I kill it. Yeah, less dirty down there. And and I would say, so there is a, um, and we only have a few more minutes till we have to go to our dinner reservation. Yes. So <laughs> I'm just going to say it out loud. The internet has shared horror stories about these robot vacuums. And what if they go through dog poop <laughs> and pull oh, no. it through your whole house oh, no. and get it all over all of your rugs and then you have to sell your house and get a new house. What have we done to circumvent that so that doesn't happen for oh, us? Oh, it's happened twice. It has happened twice, you It guys. has happened twice. And here is the thing. <laughs> the first time, if any of you follow me on the socials... It was a disaster. You know how I bought all it was new rugs. a catastrophe. We threw the thing away. It was, I was so sad because I I literally have a personal relationship with these robot vacuums. That's how much I love them. At the time we had an aging dog who was like, so I will just caveat if your dog is a in the house pooper, do not get a robot vacuum or you have to buy like the 15, 16, $1,700 one, which now they have sensors on them. But I, or just, you only run it when the dog is in its kennel or not in the room. See, and this is the argument you and I always get into about technology. Like, we're going to have it right this second. Because you're like, you just don't run it. And I'm like, then why do I have it? Fair. Because the point of that vacuum is to remove emotional load. Yes. I set that thing on a schedule. And like some weeks I'm like, oh, it hasn't run for five days because it's stuck somewhere. And I don't even know. Mm -hmm. It's removing emotional load. Okay. (laughs) If I have to think about where the dog is. This is not a helpful piece of tech anymore, and I don't want it, and I'm not paying for it. And I'm not going to argue with you, who has very specific ideas about the way the world works. If I have to argue with you, it's already over. We're not using it. Because, again, emotional load. I understand. Read fair play, everyone. Emotional load, no. So we bought all new rugs, and we had to throw that vacuum away, because if you reach out to these companies and you say, hey, the dog poop thing happened to us, and they go... Here's a 20% off coupon. Here's 20% coupon to buy a new one because they're (laughs) uncleanable. So the first time it was uncleanable. The second time... We caught it. We caught it. It was cleanable. It was a very small thing. I just want everyone to know this. There's not a poop vacuum going around my house. (laughs) The way you just made that sound is terrible. We caught it. It was not an issue. So from there, again, like through the lens of the Jetsons. So we've got video calls. We have Alexa Echo shows. 
or sorry, Amazon Echo Show. Look, I had called it an Alexa that time. Dang it. I, I just, listen. I know it's, it's, it's what the normals same, say. It, right. And this is the thing that people get pissy about with technology because you're like, it's an Amazon, it's an Alexa. Every two-year-old I know, it's an Alexa. Our, it's gonna, They're going to change the branding. When uh, one of our nephews came to stay with us, it was a daily thing. Like, we'd go around and see the Alexas, right? And, like this and is... that, that kiddo was afraid of the robot vacuum and nope. threw nope, a not that, at it. Nope, not that kid. That was a different that kid. That was a different kid. That was afraid of the robot. Yep, you... So through the lens of George Jetson, we've got video calls because we have Amazon Echo Shows. We've got our phones. We've got robots cleaning the house. We've got tablet computers. We have smartwatches. The other big thing was around Jetsons was 3D printed food. Push a button, get food. And I think that clearly we have a Keurig and an air fryer, which are getting there, but we're not quite to there. Every year, again, like thinking about the new gadgets that come out, there are also ones that we look at and we're like, maybe not yet. And for us right now, that's the $350 Wi-Fi enabled toaster. The Instagram. Oh, that's for us, is it? We us. Really, we we want together. It. Don't we want it? You know what I want? You know what I want before that, babe? I want you to get me an oven. I want the Wi-Fi enabled oven so with can, an app so I can, can start the, the oven for the pizzas before I get home. Again, you're interested in fun. I'm interested in removing emotional I just load. don't want to butt dial on my oven. I don't Your even know face. what to say. Like, that is not even a thing and you know it. You're just being inflammatory. <laughs> There's probably more, but that is how we have our house set up. And could we have the lights turn on when the car pulls in? Yes. Do we have it set up to text each other when we pull in? Yes. I used to have a system where when I would leave work and I I would leave the GPS coordinates of my parking garage, it would text Jenny and say, hi, honey, I'm on my way home. And I had to turn that off because I was leaving later and later. And I used to be able to cheat traffic and still get home at the same time. And I wouldn't lie, (laughs) but the technology was basically catching me in an omission, which is not a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, the cave project has turned into marriage therapy. So that's awesome for all of you listening. Welcome to our house. So (laughs) happy birthday, George Jetson. I think that the last time I looked, there were 112 connected devices on our home server, which that's a lot of hundred is a lot of devices. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe. If you're only going to give us anything less than a five-star review, it's just like buying a car, getting an oil change. Anything less than a five-star review, please don't. You don't have to. It's okay. Yeah, I think if, you're, if you want to give us a one-star review, you should just go buy yourself coffee and take a minute and yeah, do some self-care. Put your phone down. Oh, come on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>